What's the one thing all great teams have in common? Great coaching. Try to suck up to me, Andrew. Hey! Goldberg! I bet if that talk was a cheese burger, you stop it! No, I agree. I would not be an acid physically. I have more of a podcast body. Clap! 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 It's the Quack Attack Podcast. Hey, everybody. Actually, I would have preferred a loss. I'm Mike. Tommy's not here, but that's Kevin. Hey, y'all. Welcome to the Quack Attack Podcast, the definitive Mighty Ducks podcast. We are back. We're excited. We have comedian Brandy Brown. It's the Brandy on Twitter. Excellent Twitter name, but she is from Minneapolis. She grew up in Minneapolis, uh, went to Blake high school blake school what do you call it uh blake school i went there kindergarten through high school so yeah blake school she's the blake school the blake school the full official name of it. yeah like the ohio state university yeah but it's blake yeah yeah went to blake just a blake bear through and through uh very much blake bear posted some incredible pictures of her on the hockey team on uh twitter and we figured we needed to have her on to get some insight here. So first of all, um, let's just get to like, like, what was your introduction to the Mighty Ducks and like how prevalent was it in your life growing up, obviously in Minnesota and the Minneapolis area? Um, I don't even remember my introduction. I feel like it was just there and then we watched it. Like, I don't know. Um, I do not recall seeing it in the theaters, but I definitely saw it at many a birthday party. Uh, and then D2 came out and I was like, oh, I want to be an extra in that. Or I, they were having auditions for it and it was in like middle school or something. And so I, not an actor, not fancy, did not wear makeup, still don't wear makeup, but I was, my mom picked me up from school and I like tried to put on makeup and just gave up and then <laughs> I went into like just disheveled for my day of school uh I went to the open call audition obviously didn't get a call back uh but they were having extras um when they were playing Trinidad uh, weirdly and I wore this outfit which was like a, it was like a red my grandma sewed a lot of my clothes just because she could sew and mm-hmm. I was wearing like red pants a red shirt with had like like multicolor sleeves, but somehow they sat me on the side with the Americans. They should have just sat me on the side with Trinidad. And then also that day I was there when they picked the guy who plays Iceland's coach out of the line. He was, um, he was just standing in line. Like all these other people, my, one of my friends from high school or from middle school, her parents and her family was there waiting in line outside of parade stadium. And they, these casting people just walk by and they go, you come with us to this guy. And he ended up being the coach for Iceland. He just looked menacing enough uh, to be the powerhouse Iceland's coach. Um, or maybe he was Italy's coach, one of those powerhouses in hockey. <laughs> and yeah, and then I kind of just got bored <laughs> that day and just like left early. <laughs> so I, I do not believe I appear anywhere in the film, um, but that was it. And then D3 came out and I saw it and I was like, oh, cool. And, you know, Blake was in it and I was like, oh, neat. Um, so yeah, I mean, it was just, it's always been kind of part of the backdrop of I think D3 came out my freshman year of high school or maybe my eighth grade year I'm not sure what point in the year it came out Mm -hmm. yeah so yeah so did you like watch D2 like trying to get a glimpse of yourself or were you just had you given up on of course I mean I was like I highly doubt I'm gonna show up there but I try to get a glimpse of myself I don't think I'm anywhere near there so I was looking for my friend and her parents and um I don't think they appeared either, but 
you know, it was a long shooting day. I think they, they shot, uh, Italy or Iceland. And then they also did Trinidad that day. And then I was like, I'm really hungry. I would like to leave. So, <laughs> so they had like stale popcorn in the stands, of course. Um, but yeah, I was just going to say, maybe our man, Jack White had some in his, in his, uh, behind the scenes footage. Somewhere. Oh, yeah yeah we can we we got some connections maybe we'll get the director's cut where you're you know in front. well if you have connections also i would love to be in the new mighty ducks i mean that's honestly a thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so would we <laughs> yeah well you guys have more connection than me i would i would love it i think that it would it would really um make submitting to my high school class notes even more pleasant i'd be like guess what guys i i did it i made it <laughs> i made it in the mighty ducks franchise finally yeah so I mean, obviously you're at Blake and D3, Blake is in it. Was there, was, like, did people know Blake was going to be in D3? Like, what was there buzz around the school that, you know? I don't remember there was buzz. You know, there was bigger buzz about Untamed Heart, I think, mm -hmm. weirdly enough, because there is a scene filmed, I believe, at the Blake Ice Arena. And I think in the background was someone a couple years older than me who was like a hockey player and just skating around. I remember people being like, oh, so-and-so's an untamed heart. And so, I mean, a, a very Minnesotan thing is just to find a local angle in anything. So I think Minnesota was just happy to be mentioned as usual. Um, <laughs> not really as of late, but uh, yeah, like it, it, I don't remember there being buzz. I think people were like, oh, cool. Blake was in, you know, D3. But again, that was like a weird, I don't remember when it came out exactly. And so I think we were all like, my peers were like, oh, high school, new thing. <laughs> We yeah. weren't really that focused on the Mighty Ducks. Fair enough. Fair enough. So I'm I'm just curious about Blake as a school. Like, what's give us a rundown on you know what it was like and uh, you know any sort of preconceived notions that maybe the Mighty Ducks got right or got wrong. Um, I do not like. I haven't seen D three in a while, but I think that like Blake wasn't really it wasn't really portrayed as like anything you yeah know, it was just like, a school it was just a school they played it could have been any school uh Blake very rich prep school I mean I was there on a scholarship uh I would have said Adam Banks probably would have went to Blake honestly um you know he would have gone to Blake or Edina if he went to public school um a lot of I started playing hockey there weirdly because the basketball team was too expensive, which is like a really bizarre thing to say. But <laughs> travel basketball at girls basketball was very a big deal at Blake, and I did not have the money to do that. And so I kind of quit playing basketball because there was no way I was going to get to high school level um, well, without playing travel because there were just some really good and well off players. Um, so I started hockey in like Blake has like its own ice arena, so we would have during PE, we would have skating. So I learned to skate when I was like five, mm -hmm. uh, but I wasn't like outstanding. And I took figure skating lessons later. Uh, but I think that um, I, I was telling Mike this about ringette. So in Minnesota girls, before girls hockey became a thing, ringette was a sport for girls. It was like the hockey equivalent. And I don't know if you're familiar with ringette, but basically it's just like a stick uh, with just like a long stick and then a ring that is on the ice and you should just look it up, but you basically pass it on the ice. It's not like, it doesn't like leave the ice unless you're like lifting the ring, I guess, to shoot. Um, but it, it makes no sense why there was no girls hockey. It's like the same sport, but just more complex. And so I started, so I started in 96 and I think girls hockey started in Minnesota in like 95, 94, 95. So I was very in on like, 
you know, there were girls who had grown up playing with the boys teams or on like boys, like one of my good friends who I'm still friends with today, I think was playing on boys teams briefly, but, and then we had a lot of figure skaters, but basically I got in at the ground floor. So a lot of the guys would just give me hand me down equipment and you didn't have to be that good to play JV or anything. And so, you know, if you can skate, you're fine. Um, so I got in then and, uh, but like, I mean, <laughs> this is a publicly talked about, but I don't care anymore. It's like 20 years out. <laughs> yeah. There are like, there are no scholarships at Blake for sports. You know, it's just need based, but there are definitely people who transferred in for sports. I mean, it's a very, very good academic school. Um, it's very, you know, but there were definitely people who transferred in, especially for hockey. Like we definitely had a couple of kids come in freshman year who left and went and played hockey elsewhere. Cause it just didn't work out for them for various reasons. Some hilarious, some not, <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, it's, you know, it's there, there's a, there's a kid whose dad, like basically bought naming rights to the ice arena and like, oh. you know, it fixed that. And he, you know, it's just like, there are a lot of rich kids. It's hockey. It's Minnesota. They grew uh-huh. up. Um, I'm really good friends with someone who uh, played hockey at Blake and he, you know, he, he's not like loaded, loaded, but he, you know, well off. So if I was going to play now, I don't know if I could do it the same way because obviously people grow up playing travel and, you know, all that stuff. I was also JV only. Uh, so we'd have some of that shitty ice time. I don't know if I can swear on this. I'll try yeah. to, but yeah. uh, like that 6am ice time or that 9pm ice time. And my mom, like the ice arena, uh, since you're not from here, but like the way that Blake is set up is mm-hmm. there are three campuses. Technically there is an elementary school out in a far suburb, like a third ring suburb called Wyzetta. Then there is the main campus, which has an elementary school and the middle school and all the athletic stuff. And that's in a suburb, a little closer to the city called Hopkins. And then there's the high school, which is actually in Minneapolis proper across the street from parade, which was not our ice arena. Um, And that is, you know, that's the high school. So my mom would drive me out to the main campus from Minneapolis. You know, it's like 20 minute drive at like picking up at night or like drive me out at 6am. You know, she was a saint for that. But um, yeah, so that's kind of like my I don't know, connection to Blake. I was also, you know, I kind of quit playing hockey. I used to be a three season athlete. I also did varsity track, um, but I switched to debate and speech my junior, senior year, quiz bowl. I went from a three season athlete to a three season nerd. So <laughs> yeah, I went to debate so, camp and everything. Were, were your uh, your JV squads any good? Um, I mean, we were, you know, pretty decent. I think we weren't like the best. Like I remember we did a trip up to Hibbing um with you know the iron range or that's what they do up there and they pretty much beat our ass but uh we were pretty good you know we had again we had it was that early point in hockey um but again another thing that I should note about when I was playing JV hockey is our when I was even when like girls hockey in general it's when like I don't know if you remember like uh what's her name Chrissy Wendell she was like a she was roughly my age. She played, she was like the, she played the little league world series. And then she was like on the U S Olympic team as like a teen. And then maybe a little bit behind me was like Natalie Darwitz and like all these players who were like super young playing on the Olympic team. And I think years later, Blake did have an Olympian, um, like Danny something. I forgot her last name. Um, but she, you know, when they won the gold, she played for that. But like, at that point there were some superstars playing. So like our varsity team was fine. 
but it wasn't like outstanding, outstanding. Um, but yeah, it was, we, we tried to do the flying V once. Um, <laughs> we were winning the game, so it was fine, but it was not, it, you can't do that. Like you have to run a very tight V and it's really easy. Cause all the other team has to do is like, just get the puck, knock it away and just keep skating the other direction. The whole team's like, Oh no, we're all going this one direction and not prepared to turn around. So don't do that. <laughs> don't do it with JV girls, especially they're not. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So, I mean, did the other team like come back and score on you? Like how? No, so they didn't that? score on I mean, you know, we could chase them down, but it wasn't, okay. it wasn't some magical moment where it's like, we should just do the normal plays that we had been doing to score on this team. <laughs> so. so were you at like the top of this V? I'm very interested in the V. Were you? Uh, at the I was top a left wing. I was a okay. left wing. I wasn't at the top of the V. I think my friend Deb, who I still talk to, she was the lead at, on that one. I think maybe, um, but I was a left wing because weirdly I'm a righty in everything, but hockey, mm. um, which was a weird thing. We couldn't figure out why I was like so bad. at it. And then like, finally a coach is like, because you're a lefty, like what? And then gave me a, st- I was like, Oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> I don't know how that happened. Uh, everyone else in my family is a lefty except for me. So maybe it's just some residual, you know? Leftiness. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. so, I mean, obviously in the movies, Blake bears come back from nine, nothing to tie the game. Did you have any big leads you guys blew any deficits you guys came back from that was, um, you know, magical in a way, maybe the real life flying V wasn't. I don't remember. I feel like our games were either blowouts or they were pretty close. I don't <laughs> think we ever blew a, a nine zero lead. I, I mean, a, as a Minnesotan, I'm used to our uh, teams doing that kind of thing, blowing a nine, <laughs> nothing lead, but I don't know how like nine zero in a high school game. And look, what happened? What happened? <laughs> so, so no, I don't recall anything like that. Um, but it could happen. It's Minnesota. <laughs> Awesome. So let's get into some Minnesota aspects of the Mighty Ducks here. Yeah. Um, first thing I am curious about is the Minnesota club. Is that like a thing? Do people go to it? Uh, I, and that's the rich preppy dinner. That's where Eden Hall went with the JV. Uh, is that like a big thing that people do? Or is that just like a place? Um, is is there like, I forgot if there's a real Minnesota club, there's a Minneapolis club. Um, like I should have watched this movie beforehand, but there's a Minneapolis club, which is downtown. And it's this like Ivy mansion type covered thing where it's basically you have to be a member and several people I went to high school with their families belong to that. I went to a 16th birthday party at the Minneapolis club. Um, I actually have had meetings at the Minneapolis club for various work things. I'm not just a comic, uh, <laughs> but like, yeah, I think several people had their bar mot- bot mitzvahs there. Um, okay. They, you know, there are various country clubs and stuff all over here. And as you know, someone who went to Blake on a scholarship, I still like went to stuff at some of these country clubs. So I mean, it's, I don't know if I know that, you know, there's like the university club or the Minnesota club or something like that. I don't know, but there's similar stuff. I will say that. Okay. Good to know. Uh, second part, we talked about this a little bit. Adam Banks, uh, there's redistricting in D1. Uh, you're never, you're shaking your head. Never would have happened. Here's 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 the thing about D1. So many things about so many things about D1. Like first of all, that Judd. Yes, let's let the drunk guy coach the kids. Um, but okay. Apparently judges love letting drunk guys coach. Yeah, kids. they I mean, just it's like, happened many many times. Except when like. <laughs> 
Tanya Harding was like, oh, I'd like to teach the kids to skate. The judge was like, "Mm -mm, no, (laughs) no, you do other community service. Uh, So I think those kids, so in Minneapolis, there is park board hockey. Like it's not that big of a thing anymore, but it existed and they would play outside in the ponds and stuff or on like the outdoor rinks. Mm -hmm. And those kids seemed like they would play park board hockey. There is something that came later that I actually volunteered for once or twice called um, Dynamites. It's like hockey in the hood where they actually play in ranks and it's this organization that takes underprivileged kids, uh, which could be really anyone because hockey is so expensive and they, you know, teach them to skate. But this was like long after even I was graduated. I was out of college even. Um, So those kids were probably playing in a different level even than Adam Banks was at. Adam Banks would have been in like like you know double a or single a i forgot the order like mites or whatever level Mm -hmm. so like why would he even be redistricted like just from a level onto that team but also he's a rich kid he went to he probably lived in southwest minneapolis or edina or something like that there is no way that they would redistrict like that there is absolutely no way at the most he would be redistricted maybe to a different suburb it's it's this is the geography like does not make any sense even if you like look at a map you're like no never would happen um i guess he could live in a different part of south Man, but also rich hockey parents get their way like they would just never allow it like that's just this simple fact about that so i i just don't i hate that also everyone in minneapolis gets mad about mickey's diner the mm-hmm. geography of mickey's diner that's yeah call nope <laughs> Where so where is Mickey's diner? Obviously, plays a big factor in D one. Uh, from what I know, it's a pretty famous place. Oh yeah, it's famous. It's also in downtown St. Paul, where the majority of D one is in Minneapolis. Oh, so you'd have to you'd have to get on ninety four and drive for at least like ten minutes. I mean, not even ten minutes, but like it's enough. Ten minutes, no traffic. Ten fifteen minutes to get to Mickey's diner. It's not like a Charlie walking from his house and then to hockey practice distance. Oh, absolutely not. Absolutely not. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. So I think Banks's house was 450 North Hennepin Avenue. We've looked this up before. The closest thing to it is like a a gay club. Um, It's like downtown. It's by the gay 90s. He lives by the gay 90s or does he live by the salute? Um, He lives by, let's see, it's by Target Field. It's a few blocks away from Target Oh, so he lives kind of by the saloon? Okay, what? (laughs) He lives by Block E? (laughs) Um, Yeah, the closest thing, let's see, uh, the Brass Rail Lounge. Um, Oh, my God. Yeah, (laughs) that is, uh, I guess, close to sales sales on Fifth um that's the place around it i don't know if those nobody nobody lives there (laughs) like nobody lives there (laughs) that's i mean there's like maybe like hotels there nobody lives there that that is if he lives at a hotel that is the only way that that is possible like adam banks at that point in time like block e was an empty parking lot if i remember correctly so like down there was just not even like that great it was just like eh, you know it wasn't it was just meh like there's you know, <laughs> rich people would never live th- there and if they live downtown they absolutely would not live that right there that's just bonkers to me that's like yeah. on the same street where like minneapolis has the most theaters per capita outside of new york city or something like that that's the where all those theaters are on that oh. street so maybe he lives in a theater maybe he's like phantom <laughs> of the opera 
<laughs> Phantom of the Banks. Just, I'm, I'm always I'm always fascinated about how those decisions get made. Like, did they just like point at the phone book or something and then just decided that was the address or it's like, wild it's, it, that like they went and they did like location scouting and they filmed there and they didn't why would you not just fix that i don't know <laughs> yeah yeah it, it seems like something that would take very little amounts of of effort you know and I, I get that like things fall through the cracks and whatnot but like they they put such an emphasis on banks being from Adina. They're like they didn't bother to like get his address right, <laughs> yeah, like, like or at least is, anywhere near the ballpark. That yeah. is nowhere near. <laughs> like I would have put him on Lindale, at, which is like a street that like branches off kind of from Hennepin when you get further south. But like mm -hmm. also, I mean, I went to Williams College, and there was an episode of uh, CSI where one of the techs was going back to his reunion at Williams, and they got the letterhead from Williams the address the correct address of the administrative office and then everything was correct except for the zip code and i just don't understand i, I don't understand you got the street right but you got the zip code wrong like, <laughs> i don't know so you know who knows what goes in, into those decisions but yeah him playing he would have never been eligible to play for he died in the first place his parents definitely would have just moved i've yeah. seen that happen parents would just move if they're that if he's that like much of a hockey kid <laughs> Yeah. All right. Um, anything, anything else that sticks out from a geography standpoint uh, from the Mighty Ducks there? Uh, oh, have, have you ever been to, to the, uh, I forget what it actually is, the Goldberg's Deli? Oh, Goldberg's. yeah. Um, I don't I know. What a, I think it's a burger place, right? Yeah. I'm going to have to look it up. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean like, oh, it is. Yeah. 450 North Hennepin Avenue. It is right by Gay 90s um anyway uh we talked about the um rollerblading and you know it'd be like 15 miles or something like that to go yeah. past all the schools uh i mean how the much skyways yeah how much rollerblading was going on did were you seeing packs of kids just rollerblading <laughs> around your neighborhood and things like that i mean i had a public access show in well rollerblade was based here in minnesota back then um, so I had a public access show with some of my friends and we realized you could just call places and ask for things and they'd give them to us. So we did one day get a bunch of rollerblades sent to us, I think. And, but like, that was it. I mean, there weren't like huge packs of hockey kids rollerblades. But again, I lived in North, I live in North Minneapolis. So I don't know what was going on around the lakes. You would see a lot of rollerbladers. I mean, I think there were way more rollerbladers in Minnesota just because of it's rollerblades home place. I still periodically actually do see people rollerblading um, around. And then there's, there's like the people training for hockey. There's crash dice. I don't know if you guys are familiar with that. Um, where no. basically it's so Red Bull sponsors this thing called crash dice. It's called uh, ice yes. cross where basically it's like BMX, but on ice on skates. Uh, and there are people who train for that with rollerblades because yeah, you just skate around jumping off stuff and going down a hill. Um, you can't really build an ice course. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I just, there's no way. I mean, obviously, the, the, you know, I'll let them slide on the rollerblading through the skyways thing, which looks very fun. Although I don't think they would have been able to get away with it because not for like legal reasons, obviously legal reasons, but because a lot of the skyway has carpeting, like, mm heavier carpeting that i don't think they would glide that easily so you know logistically 
I don't buy it. <laughs> so uh, I, I think uh, you should, do you have a pair of rollerblades? Oh yeah. Okay, so I, I think you should get on those rollerblades and if you have a GoPro or anything, you know, strap it to your helmet and then take the route that the ducks took so you can take us on a true to life tour. Oh uh, and, man, and that- I think, I think our Quackalites would enjoy it. <laughs> But what I know, like I get hit by a car or something. That that that's the other thing. They probably would have gotten hit by a car. Um, what was my other issue with the Mighty Ducks? Um, oh, I want to talk about the new Mighty Ducks series, which I haven't watched yet. Um, okay, it's very obviously not Minnesota, and Minnesotans <laughs> are very good at sniffing out something not Minnesota. Like Minnesotans get very indignant about Minnesota stuff. Uh, so like we're looking, I'm looking at them like that's not a Minnesota neighborhood obviously that's very not minnesota and we know it and like i don't know if other people would know it but we know it and i i don't i think a lot of us are displeased about that but if they want to have me in the mighty ducks series i'd love to be there and i'll, I'll put my bias aside <laughs> give it my all because that's really all i want <laughs> <laughs> well we'll yeah we'll we'll try to make some calls we've made lots of promises for season two to try to put a lot of people in there. i mean i look like a black girl from minneapolis who played hockey they'd, they'd love to see it i know they would please <laughs> <laughs> i like it uh goldberg's deli i'm gonna butcher this name but kramarchik's deli kramarchik's kramarchik's yeah i've been there yeah they're good they're good they're over northeast actually on no they're on university they're not on Hennepin. Are they on Hennepin? No, they're not on Hennepin. But uh, Hennepin goes east too. There's also no North Hennepin. That's the other thing. It's just oh, Hennepin, yeah. and then there's East Hennepin, which is going over the river. But yeah, Cremar Chicks is good. Okay. Yeah. Legit. They're, they're legit. They're very, very legit, and that's very old school Twin Cities deli. That part of Minneapolis um, was very much a lot of Eastern Europeans uh, for a long, long, long time, and still somewhat. Um, so that that is one very true thing i will say that oh a lot of the mighty ducks stuff was filmed at parade stadium mm -hmm. which is ironically across the street from the high school for blake blake upper school mm -hmm. uh, also in d1 or is it d2 it's either d1 or d2 there's a scene where i think emilio estevez is sitting it's like a press conference and there are a bunch of trophies behind him like a very tall trophy case that was in our dining hall in the middle school like <laughs> that was just blake trophies from old old the school was founded in 1900 so yeah incredible this is i'm i'm learning so much right now about uh these films that i thought i knew everything about so this is incredible here but um Let's go to the quick question, Kevin. So, uh, you know, we put it out on Facebook, Twitter, uh, our Discord and say, hey, we got a real life Blake Bear. Do you have any questions for us? Kevin, do you have a quick question for us today? Uh, yeah. Uh, sadly, our quackalites are slack and I guess I'm getting too close attention midday on a Tuesday. But um, I, I got one from uh, OG Quackalite Jared Beasley uh, via the Discord. Uh, Jared's question is, uh, how often did people make the connection with D3 and Blake Bears, and was there extra razzing on the ice? Um, again, that was 96, so my freshman year. I'm not sure there was extra razzing because, like I said, like Blake was the equivalent of Adam Banks' original team, so there was just razzing of them being like spoiled rich kids anyway. 
So, um, also, you know, we would probably be paying, playing like Breck, which is our rival school, another private school. So I think that like, there wasn't any more razzing because of D3 than there was since it's like a rich private school. An interesting thing that happens in Minnesota, this doesn't happen in any other sport except hockey is that Minnesota gets really mad when private schools do well in hockey, which, okay, that would be fair. Like backing up in Minnesota now you can go like we have school choice you can go wherever if you can get there um but people would get really mad in hockey specifically because they were just like oh yeah you know these these hockey these private schools that get kids from all over on their team but like these these public schools they're they're competing and it's like it's hockey in minnesota it's very expensive regardless of who you are so a private school doing that versus like Blaine, which is a very large public school in the suburbs, negligible difference. Those kids are wealthy too compared to their peers playing other sports. I mean, basketball does that. There's another powerhouse school here called DLSL. It's a private school. It's less wealthy than Blake, but basketball players come from all over to play there. Mini Haha Academy is another private school where weirdly Master P's kid plays. Um, <laughs> like he, he came up to Minnesota and he plays for Mini Haha Academy and they're like a powerhouse well, now. Well, Romeo is his kid, right? Uh, I think there's another kid. Oh, he has um, another like, there's okay, a gotcha. kid who's like way younger. Gotcha. Um, but like, yeah, masterpiece. So like, nobody complains about basketball doing this. Nobody complains about any other sport, football doing this, except <laughs> hockey. Because hockey is very much into like, we got to do this the right way, even though it logistically is still the same wealth gap. Um, but yeah, I don't think there are any more razzing. Unique. There was razzing because it was like, you know, stupid rich kids. But yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, we do have, it's not a question, but I did want to get this in there. Uh, Lex Rothelberg on Facebook uh, said, not a question, but I think my high school in Milwaukee traveled up to play against the Blake Bears once a year in an invitational tournament, which I've generally taken as evidence that my high school's team is therefore the Mighty Ducks. Well, so, <laughs> fun fact. Possibly. I have <laughs> driven by the school that Eden Hall actually is, Shattuck St. Mary. Um, relatively recently, I was doing a comedy tour and I was like, oh, I want to see what this school is. So I kind of drove by it, but it's down, I think it's down there kind of by Carleton College. Um, but like we never, I don't recall them ever really playing. I think like they were on their own orbit, that school, yeah. like, cause they're, you know, they have, I think, do they do post, uh, graduate players too? Or something like that. I don't know, but they they really weren't in the Minnesota State High School League. Yeah, Shaddix is like super famous for producing hockey talent. Like Sidney Crosby played there for a year, a bunch of NHLers. So yeah, uh, that... they're they're not really in the Minnesota State High School League at all. So I mean, Blake maybe could have played them. They could have arranged like a friendly game or something like that. But they weren't really in our. We weren't in their league. Let's <laughs> like that. It's not they weren't in our league. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, any any other issues before we wrap up here? Anything on your mind uh, that we uh, need to set the record straight for the Mighty Ducks on? I I really just want to know how they came up with like the teams for D two. Like this is not like <laughs> yeah. a, like Iceland. I mean, like why? I guess like okay, you didn't want to make it truly as politically fraught with like you know the Soviet Union had collapsed by that point, but like Canada. Like, I guess maybe they didn't want 
since Canadian kids like the Mighty Ducks, too, yeah. maybe they knew that the TV series might be set there in the future. But like <laughs> Italy, we just what? <laughs> like Trinidad and Tobago. Why Trinidad? Why not Jamaica? Why not Jamaica? Since they do have a hockey team now, which is all just Canadians of Jamaican descent. Um, it, I'm just fascinated by their, their choices of teams. Um, also, I, my friend, I do want to point out that my friend constantly loses her mind when she finds out that, uh, what's her name? Um, uh, the, the, the Broadway actress who's married to one of the bash brothers. Oh, Adina Menzel? Yeah, my friend loses her mind every time she mentions that. She's like, did you, like, she'll just bring it up. She's like, I can't believe Adina Menzel is married to one of the bash brothers. Yeah. That's incredible. So yeah, that's my favorite uh, thing, that favorite Mighty Ducks connection. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Like, yeah, I don't, um, I don't know if I have anything else. I, I should have right. watched the movies beforehand, but yeah. Oh, no. I mean, this is more than enough. But I mean, that is a good point on D2, though. Like, we've talked a lot about, like, Iceland, okay? They wanted a new villain, and, you know, they didn't want to take away the, um, you know, overseas market or whatever. But, like, the other teams is a good point that we haven't really discussed. Like, yeah, why Trinidad and Tobago? Why Italy and not, like... Czech Republic or Norway yeah, or somebody or like Poland that. Poland or something, yeah. you know, somewhere Eastern European. Yeah. I mean, I guess maybe they just, maybe they wanted to shy away from people being like, ooh, Eastern European are the villains, but like, okay, fine. But like Trinidad, they weren't villains. They were just an opponent. Why Trinidad? <laughs> yeah. Like just of all, I mean, it's a cool jersey. I bought the jersey, obviously. <laughs> um, well, my friend bought it for a birthday, but like, it's such a weird <laughs> thing. Um, yeah, have you have you seen the the new series? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, we've been breaking it down. Uh, we broke it down week by week and whatnot. Um, yeah, I, we we have had some discussions about hey, that pond is not the same pond that Gordon Bombay skated in when he was a little boy, even though it's supposed to be. I mean, it couldn't couldn't be. <laughs> like, I tried to I tried to skate outside. I went and got like new skates. I got a new stick finally because there was another weird thing about me. I could never lift the puck, and like no one could figure out why I could not lift the puck. And it turns out that I had a wooden stick that just was not curved enough, which we just figured out in the year 2021. Um, <laughs> I played hockey in 96. So great job. Um, and like, it was too, it was too warm to play on there or else it was too cold to play. So mm-hmm. I haven't, you know, really gotten to skate outside so I can understand that, but also he would probably just skate indoors. <laughs> so yeah there you uh, go one 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 quick uh suggestion on uh based on your uh your iceland comments uh we, we did take part in a uh feature uh from npr's is it only a game is that what it's called mike yeah oh yeah um, i love that show even though it's gone now so uh he did a big exp- expose into why iceland was the big villain in d2 uh and we got to take part in that which is really I cool think so i actually I did hear it. that I think I did hear that episode now that I'm thinking about it. Cause I used to listen to that show religiously and I'm sad that it's no longer. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, again, I really just want to be in that, that show. I I've been <laughs> not watching the show just because I'm being a pouty Minnesota. And I was like, they took it away from us. <laughs> Canada took our glory. Uh, but if they want to have me, I would love to visit Vancouver and you know, I can, I can skate. Um, yeah. I, I act, I have a comedic talent. I could be the straight man straight woman straight brand um 
yeah so just you know if any of the mighty ducks people are listening a real blake bear would love that very much there we go i mean i think you got a better shot than we do so uh you're moving up the list right all right so this has been delightful as i said i've learned a lot so if you want to learn uh, follow brandy on twitter it's the brandy brandy with an i um she'll be at the acme comedy company opening for jackie cation july 14th through 17th that's in minneapolis uh listen to her on smash boom best the podcast uh they have uh fun debates like penguins versus pandas or in- invisibility versus flying yes, it's uh it's for kids so you can listen with your kids um perfect child safe there's actually two blake bears actually been multiple blake bears on that podcast so wow the host is a blake bear too blake bear feeder system yeah that's incredible uh for us the quackatech.com at quackatech pod on twitter facebook.com slash quackatech pod go to itunes give us five stars tell us what you learned from this episode and um how many dreams it dashed for you and thanks to our producers and remember ducks fly together quack 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 ain't no turning back Quack a dick is back, Jack. Oh, yeah.